You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got the clock going, 15 minutes on the countdown. There is a new S word in golf. Right. I think we're all familiar with the classic S word, the old handoff there. Uh, but there's a new, if you spend any time online or watching golf or anything like that, there's a new S word that nobody wants. And the funny thing about this one is good players actually do it. Rest of us think it shouldn't be done in the golf swing. What is the new S word in golf? It It is not the shank. That's the old S word yep. in case anybody thought we were saying something else. That's the not the shank. <laughs> Uh, it is the slide. It's become the new shank or it the new become, S word. If you want to start an online argument, call somebody a slider. Slider. That is, those are fighting words nowadays, apparently. Dem's fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> no so, doubt. So, and that has morphed into this idea of lateral movement in the golf swing is bad for your golf swing. Yeah, that's, that's so far from the truth. Now, when it happens and how much, uh, okay, I, I can go with that. But you never want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? We're not trying to eliminate lateral motion from the golf swing because every good golfer in the history of golf has lateral motion. They just do it in the right direction at the right time. Yeah, I don't know why that has become, you know, kind of the go-to mantra of we actually had a very well-known instructor uh, send us a DM about well, months ago, not, not won't divulge too much information months ago saying that players like Hogan and McElroy do not move laterally at the beginning or in the middle only until the end of the golf swing. And yeah, yeah. that could not be farther from the truth. You know, the, the problem with that is saying something like that to my, to Mike and I, is it, we actually had the 3D motion capture of this particular golfer in our gear system. Uh, we're, we're lucky enough to have millions of dollars of tour earnings for players in our gear system. We got major champions, guys that have won several events. Some fort, you know, David Toms is in there. We we've got players almost, of the year, almost a billion dollars. We're at almost, about right around six hundred fifty, seven hundred million dollars won. Yeah, so if you added up all the players' earnings that we have in the gear system, we have their captures, so their 3D movements in detail, lateral, rotational, how much they bend, how much they go up and down, where the club goes, where their arms go, how much their elbows bend, how much their knees bend. I'm talking detail. We have that data in our system. So to, so this particular golfing structure says they don't move laterally. Well, well, we have the guy in our system. Let's take a quick look and – and, you know, we knew the answer already because, you know, I've, I've been working with 3D for a long time. So I know how this kind of works in, in high level swings. And it was just dead wrong. There well, is lateral motion. You have to do it. And we're not picking on one particular person. That's kind of no. 
a common theme now uh, in some circles in golf instruction. And it's, and we see it, it again, it doesn't matter to us teach whatever you want to teach or Absolutely. say whatever you want to see, but we're seeing it from guys who come in and get lessons or who send us their swings for online lessons. It, it's filtering down into the actual guys out there playing on the weekends, trying to compete in their club championship. The idea that, uh, you know, and they'll tell us, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of my lateral movement or I'm trying to, to reduce this or reduce that. And when you look at the actual numbers, like let's look at number one player in the world. He moves 7.3 inches laterally forward in his golf swing. Seven. That's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. Poor. And we see golfers, regular golfers, 15 handicappers trying to compete in their club championship or take money from their buddies on the weekend, trying not to move laterally at all. That's, yeah, there's I, a big chasm there between what really good players do and what a lot of regular golfers are trying to do. And no, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And you kind of touched on it earlier. It's like, okay, let, let's just say like the, the evidence is overwhelming. Let's just say concede that, okay, there is lateral movement in the golf swing. And we still haven't seen anybody that can say or, or support it with any data that says there's not. In fact, we've got exactly. mountains of data that says it is. So let's, let's let's start with there. Let's start with that premise that, okay, there is lateral motion in the golf swing, lateral movement in the golf swing. Now the question becomes, when does it happen? And I think yeah, and, that's and, what and gets how golfers much. in trouble. Yes. It's, it's when and how much. And, and Mike and I, you know, we have, a, we have something we call AMG, Athletic Motion Golf Swing System. And inside that system – we work with like windows, right? Well, what's the window for lateral motion on the downswing with good players? Because success leaves clues, right? We know that we have this great database. Well, what's the window of movement that allows these guys to play at a high level? And it's, you know, it's a fairly tight window. And if you're not in that window, you're probably going to struggle. Yep. So again, the, the golf swing is about timing and space. And when you're moving all over the place, that really affects your timing. Yeah, and if you're an outlier way outside that, that, that needs to change. And, and what Mike alluded to earlier is that this, we get the average golfer coming in with struggling with ball control, like right? because that's what it all comes down to. Can you control your golf ball and hit it solid and far enough? So that guy, he's not hitting it good, so he's been told, oh, it's probably a slide. I need to get more open. Well, then he was told to get more open, you can't move the pelvis toward the target or, or have any slide. So now we've seen golfers with a center of the hips are actually moving away from the target at impact. Backwards, and we yep. definitely don't want to see that. Now your low points compromised. You're going to swing steeply into the ball and you're not using your ability to use the ground is reduced because you're not able to push up correctly with your lead side uh, and kind of whip the club through that way using the ground forces that we'll talk about in another episode. But we see it all the time. Poor concepts, right? We're trying to upgrade concepts with this podcast because what your concepts are is how you're going to swing the club because that what your brain is telling your muscles what to do. So you need to have some lateral motion. And there are some ways to look at it on video where you can kind of measure it. And, and one that I like is from a face-on camera. Just draw a line up from your left foot straight up and you'll see a little gap in that line from your hip at address. Well, by the time you get 
about left arm parallel on the downswing, you ought to have filled that space up. So you need to have a little bit of lateral shift in there. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's, um, you know, it's, it's when does that lateral motion occur? I don't, I don't think there's really any way to say on any other than just maybe a fringe golfer here or there who's trying to do something specific. If you're looking at golf over the last hundred years, lateral motion is undeniable in the golf swing. Now let's look at when does that happen? And we see poor golfers do it late. So we see poor golfers or golfers who struggle with a slide. And, and we've all seen what a slide looks like. Maybe we should have started with that. It's, it's when you're impacting the ball or when the, when the club's coming in to impact the ball that your lead knee, if you're a right-handed golfer, it's your left knee's really bent and you kind of got that saggy look coming through the ball, and it's just like you're almost rolling to the outside of that front foot. That knee gets outside the ankle, all of those things. That's a slide. That's a late push-off into that left side, and that creates the slide. When That's a problem. And it, yeah. it's, it's not it just doesn't look good, right? It's a problem for actual impact. And we've recorded – we've used the uh, – camera-based launch monitor for a number of years now. We were the maybe the first one using it, certainly one of the first ones using it with pressure plates and force plates. And what the camera-based system allows us to do, the GC Quad and the, its predecessor, the, the uh, what's the name of the predecessor? I can't remember, the GH2? Uh, game changer. Uh, with, GC2, yeah. GC2. GC2. Uh, what it lets us do is it lets us see impact location on the club face. So if Sean comes in for a lesson or he's practicing and let's say he hits 20 balls, we can see where every one of those 20 impacts was on the club face. And if he comes in next month, we can see those 20 and the month after that. So we can track his 20 impact locations every time he came in to get a lesson. So we started to compile that data combined with the pressure plate data, which was on those same swings. And what we noticed was when there was a late pressure increase, so we'll say from left arm parallel in the downswing into impact, when there was a lot of pressure movement in that tiny window, 0 0.08 second window, impact location on the face got large. So you had way more miss hits and slower ball speeds because of it. When that impact, when that pressure movement shrunk from left arm parallel to impact, the impact location shrunk. So you had much tighter impact locations, much faster ball speeds because of that. So it was real easy to see that the earlier lateral shift was way better for not only ball speed, but also impact control than late lateral shifts. And then when you start looking at all the tour data and you start seeing, well, this guy moves early, this guy moves early, this guy moves early, this guy moves early. They all move laterally early so they can stabilize their bodies when they're delivering the club. And it starts to really make sense that, okay, golfers don't have a problem with how much they're moving laterally. They have a problem with when they're moving laterally. Yeah. Or even like how much, and Mike alluded to earlier, you know, I see a couple different styles of slide and you get the knee slider, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And saggy knees. You also get the guy that occasionally the top, like the pop top part of your hip where your belt, just say where your belt is on your left side if that gets too far outside of your lead ankle at impact, so that's moving kind of the whole pelvis way too far forward, not just the knees. Yes. That also creates an issue. That would get you up out of that window as far as lateral motion kind of in inches 
with the pelvis. You know, if you're in that eight inch range or moving outside of that forward from where you started, that's probably a little bit excessive. And if you're only one inch forward at impact, that's probably outside the window as well. And the more we do these podcasts, you'll kind of get our language, but we, we work in windows because there's not really one swing for everybody, right? But good players work in these tight windows. And if you can stay within them and, and you're going to be a lot better off for it. And that, that image or that, um, what I explained to you before, if you film your swing from face on and you have the ability to, to draw a line on your camera, there's a lot of apps for that. Or if you have a live view camera, uh, if you draw that line up straight up from your, uh, your lead foot, by the time you get left arm parallel on the downswing, you want to fill up that gap between your body and that line, but you really don't want to go too much beyond it. That's kind of gets you in like a safe zone where your hip is over your knee is over your ankle, right? As that leg is straightening. And it's not only is it, a fairly safe spot to hit from it allows you to push into the ground and get get additional club head speed that's exactly right and we we see that hip get outside the ankle and that saggy leg coming from that late attempt to push off or that late Mm -hmm. slide because you don't have time to then stop it so once that club's is is late in the downswing it the force behind it and the force that it has on the body is tremendous so you're not going to be able to stabilize when that thing's picking up speed. And that's kind of the whole benefit of shifting forward early is that you can stabilize late when that club is ramping up. You don't want both of those things happening. It's like, you know, if you're standing on a skateboard trying to hit a golf shot, you can do that if somebody's back there holding that skateboard still. If they're not, good luck. And that's essentially what, you know, that's an exaggerated version of what that's like if you're trying to shift hard late and deliver the club and find the middle of the club face. That's a very tough ass to do. And all but the most athletically gifted can do that. And then again, it's not done consistently. And just to give you kind of an idea here, as far as skill level, you know, 99% of golfers, average handicapped golfers aren't forward enough. I mean, they, they never even get forward, not even at the right, like the slide, uh, is in there for some golfers, but don't you feel like Mike? Most people just never get far enough forward to begin with. So yeah, they just don't have higher, enough time. Yeah. yeah, they run out of time. Yeah, they they just never get there. A lot of them are fifty fifty at impact with the pressure, which would put them basically right back where they started. If you're looking at the center of the hips and how much that moved forward, they're they're basically right back in their address position at impact. And you know, part of that is again concepts here. We'll wrap it up, but I mean, if you have the concept in your head that impact and address should be the same with your body and a club, you um, are, are going to hit terrible shots because it's just not the case. At impact, the center of the pelvis is, let's say, on average four inches forward, let's say, and mm-hmm. slightly open. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of you don't realize it needs to be there. So that's why we're doing this show. And you can see, watch a lot of videos on our YouTube and on our membership site about where impact should be and how it's so different than address. And to do that, you have to get into a little bit of lateral motion with the pelvis. That's going to move the low point in the right place. You can compress the ball with the irons and launch the ball up in the air with the driver, which is what we're all trying to do. Absolutely. And it's lateral motion with the upper and lower body. It's not just the pelvis or it's not just the upper body. The the body moves forward early. That allows you to cover the shot. Um, you probably all have heard of covering the golf ball. That's how it's done. And then you get mm-hmm. that really tour-like, crisp, compressed iron shot. That's leaves us with seven seconds to spare for our 15 minutes. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> We're getting tight. So that's lateral motion. It happens in every good golf swing. 
and it happens earlier probably than what you might be doing or what you may have seen expressed in other places. But the data supports it. The data shows it. There is lateral motion and it does happen early. That's kind of the concept you want to wrap your head around when you're out there working on your game. Uh, anything else, Sean, we need to cover before we leave? Nope. Like I always say, if uh, you know somebody that um, can benefit from this information or you have a buddy that needs help or, um, or anybody really that plays golf, uh, we're trying to help as many golfers as we can and, and you can help us do that. Awesome. Guys, we'll see you on the next one.